Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. David, three strikes and you're out. Three strikes and I'm out. I'm a baseball fan. That's right. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not a baseball fan. Well, in that case, I'm telling you, three strikes and you're out. And so far, you've got two. Three strikes and I'm out? What does this baseball metaphor have to do with the Bible? I'm trying to prove that Esther is written and canonized and the eternal holiday of Purim mentioned in chapter 9 is by the Holy Spirit, and you're bringing me baseball. Because so far, you've given me two attempted proofs that the book of Esther was written with Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Esther chapter 2, verse 15, and Esther chapter 2, verse 22. I know they were ironclad proofs, but indications of the Holy Spirit. David, proof is proof. I don't want indications. I want a proof. And so far, you've given me two attempted proofs, neither of which actually were able to prove the point. They were nice. They're indications. I'll even go further. If you can give me an ironclad proof, I will look back at those and say that probably was also an indication of the Holy Spirit. But on their own, you have not proven anything yet. So this is your third shot. There's a lot of pressure right now, Scott. Using your baseball metaphor, bases are loaded, two men out. I'm up to the plate. I'm ready for the first pitch. You're ready for the third pitch. You've got two strikes. Oh, oh! I'm going to ask you for a little (laughs) grace and just say it's the first pitch for right now. I'm hoping that this verse I'm about to introduce to you is the ironclad proof. So let me hear it, because as I said, I do believe that Esther was written with Ruach HaKodesh, with the Holy Spirit, but I want a proof. And if you want to prove it, a proof has to be proof because we take the Bible seriously. Prove it well now. Okay, Esther chapter 6, verse 6. But before... We go into the actual verse itself. Let's give context. The king is suffering from insomnia. He can't sleep. And what does he do? He goes to his book. He opens it up. And he finds out that Mordecai saved his life. And he never repaid that kindness to Mordecai. And like a great comedy sitcom, Haman walks in. Perfect timing. Correct? Correct. This is going to be funny. Haman's walking in, having erected a 50 amah tall gallows on which to hang Mordecai. What's an amah? An amah. What was that? What was that? Sorry. (laughs) Amah means, I guess, cubit is the English term. Cubits, right. We're talking about a biblical measurement. According to most authorities, it's between a foot and a half and two feet tall. This is a very big, tall gallows. 50 times two feet. This is a tall gallows. All right. For the purposes of doing what? Well, probably to publicize the fact that he's going to hang Mordecai and everyone will see it. His arch enemy. He's like the Lex Luthor from his side. And meanwhile, the king wants to reward Mordecai. Then, of course, Haman walks in to ask the king permission to hang Mordecai, not knowing that the king wanted to reward Mordecai. So the king says to Haman, what should I do for somebody whom I like? And his answer is Esther chapter 6, verse 6, Haman said in his heart, Whoa, 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 said in his heart, I'm picturing like a bubble coming out from the Bible right now. Comic book style. Comic book style, presenting the internal dialogue of Haman. And what was that dialogue? What did Haman say? So Haman said, to whom would the king wish to give honor more than to me? This is the internal dialogue. And it says explicitly in his heart. In his heart. 
Scott, how do you know the internal dialogue of someone unless the Holy Spirit revealed it to you? Case shut. Esther is written by the Holy Spirit. We are now all happy. <laughs> David, you think you hit a home run. Oh, no, no. More than a home run right now, Scott. It actually went out of the stadium. Yeah, you think it's on the street. It's on the street. It's going to be worth something. You can sell on eBay. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been really nice speaking to you today. Sorry. No, 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 no. That was strike three. That was strike three? That was strike three. David, we want a proof. Let me tell you something. When the author of the book of Esther, knowing the story, having seen what happened, because immediately after Haman says in his heart, who would the king want to honor more than me? Haman begins listing tremendous honors that he obviously wants for himself, thinking he's the person who's about to be honored. He says he should be ridden around on a horse and he should have a crown on his head and people should run in front of him saying, this is what is done for the man whom the king wishes to honor. It's not that the Holy Spirit told the author what's going on in Haman's heart. Anybody witnessing the situation can understand his psychology after the fact, seeing what he said. Boy, it's Scott quite is, clear. Whoa, Scott, Scott is being a forensic psychologist right now. He's doing a psychosocial profile on Haman. Exactly. It doesn't take the Holy Spirit to tell you that that was what was going on in his heart. Anybody looking at this, anyone who sees the situation could say, clearly that is what Haman was thinking. Our ability to know what Haman was thinking is based on human psychology. It's based on understanding plot. It's based on understanding what was happening behind the scenes by looking at the situation. It might be the Holy Spirit. Once again, I'm not rejecting that possibility, but I certainly am rejecting that as a proof, saying this is what the character said in his heart is something which was apparent to anybody who saw what happened over the next 24 hours. Oh, Scott, I must say that that point is valid. I'm going to ask that. Don't strike me out just yet. I was going to say the game's over. Don't say the game is over. Just say that was the first pitch or I fouled it. You want to call that a foul? Can I call it a foul? You get another strike? Can I get a foul? I suppose we're not playing baseball. Okay, good. Maybe we can just say the four strikes and you're out. Four strikes, you're out. Perfect. We are rewriting the games of baseball right now. Scott, in our next podcast, we're going to bring the ironclad proof that the Book of Esther was written by the Holy Spirit. I am certainly looking forward to that because so far you have not done so. I've done a poor job, Scott. It seems like I've been doing a poor job, but we're going to... Well, don't be sad about it. Maybe we'll try again tomorrow. No problem. My name is David Necrotman. My name is Scott Kahn. And blessings from Jerusalem. Jerusalem.